Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta fight. I, I, okay, so before we get started with all that, I just wanted to take one moment to discuss IU and that um, unfortunate Outback Bowl result. Uh, the SEC, I mean, we played an unranked team and we got beat after what is a dream season. It still is in my mind. I mean, all credit to those guys, all credit to Coach and his staff. I'm sure that some of them will get picked away. Uh, but I think Coach Allen is here to stay for the foreseeable future, and we can only build from here. Um, unfortunately, we got that loss, and it was such BS how that all went down with the uh, bowl selections. Because what I feel like Indiana is the only school that would get in a position to be in the top like 15 and lose to an unranked team in a bowl game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, most teams, if they get in that position, like, why would they have the 11th-ranked team in the country play an unranked team? The only thing that could happen is that IU gets embarrassed. Like, it's a game yeah. for nothing. You're having us play they, they, the unranked team. You wanted somebody a little higher? I wanted somebody a little higher just because even if we lost, it would look a little more respectable. Like, but... Mm-hmm. Our program, they just can burn us like that. Like, we had no business playing. And that's me bitching about a loss that, I mean, they were the better team that day for sure. And you can point to several things. Um, We were out Michael Penix, but they were also out, I think, like four draft picks were just sitting on the sidelines. Did you watch any of the game? No. Oh my God! There was a guy in a Hank's, Hank Williams T-shirt on the Ole Miss sideline, and he was like, "I think they're wide receiver. That's going to be going in the top round, in the first round, or yeah. second. He was wearing a Hank Williams Jr. T-shirt. Who? Do you know who that is? Or are you? No. Oh my God! Who's right. Hank Williams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he used to sing the uh, Sunday Night before Faith Hill. Like remember, um, it was Carrie under. It's Carrie Underwood now. Yeah. But uh, this guy, he's just like the most backwoods country, like country star, rock star type. And this guy on the sidelines <laughs> was not wearing any Ole Miss gear, just that. <laughs> <laughs> I was loving it. I mean, all credit to them. Um, they, you know, Ty Freifogel, that wide receiver for us, he's like just killing it yeah dude such a stud 
uh, Eli Manning was tweeting during the game, and they uh, mentioned something, but his dad actually was on Ole Miss with Eli. And That's cool. E- and Eli was just tweeting how, damn, like this watching this game with him on the Indiana, like he's a senior, he's going to get drafted. He's a beast. Um, He was like one of the finalists for receiver of the year, but – What's his nuts from Alabama has that on lock? Yeah, Eli was just like, man, I finally feel old, and it's that's so crazy. But yeah, it was just unfortunate how it all played out. But uh, here's to all the memories from this season, and I'm excited to see what we do from here on out. And Gray, how was uh, Purdue's bowl game? Um, I don't even think they played. No, they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, we're too soft. We're too soft. Pay attention. No, they didn't even make it. Everybody's just scared of COVID. What a letdown of a season for Purdue. Yeah, even though we should be winning some some way more games than our record shows, but refs screw us. That's how it falls. Oh, okay, refs screwed you for the entire season. Northwestern wouldn't have made the bowl game. We would have beat Northwestern if the refs didn't screw us that game. Yeah, that was a tough game. I was watching that one. But, nope, so there's the bow on college football. Our other, col- our other college team, ND, got absolutely waxed. Hey, they covered, though. Yeah, on the seventeen and a half point spread. <laughs> That's great, embarrassing. Great teams cover. That's embarrassing. Yeah. But do you see what Brian Kelly was saying? No. About how you guys can keep on complaining and complaining about how we don't deserve to be here, but we're still gonna be getting here. Yeah, so. because they're Notre Dame. Like I, 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 I enjoy Notre Dame football, but I'm gonna call a spade a spade. Will they stay in the ACC next year? I don't know. I don't know. ACC looked weak. Nah, they lost every single game. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Damn, yeah, ACC looked weak. God. Man, I swear to God, and, like, how crazy would it have been if Clemson and Notre Dame had pulled it out somehow? To have them play three times this season in a season with, like, seven games? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Be storybook. Now, so let's get on to the playoffs. Playoff Wait, bound. You go there, did, you, did you hear about um, March Madness? No, what? Um, How it's only going to be in Indiana. No, really? Yeah, it's getting played in mostly in Indianapolis, but some games are going to be in Purdue and IU. That's so awesome. I'll let yeah. you tell mom what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where were we? Um, I was talking about basketball and how oh, yeah. Indiana. Yeah. So uh, when did when did that get announced? I heard that this morning. That's awesome. Is it just like all throughout Indiana or? I just saw in Indy and Bloomington and West Lafayette. That's awesome. So it's going to be Hankel... Assembly Hall. Banker's Life. Banker's Life. Mackey. Wow. Oh, and I imagine Hinkle. 
uh, butlers. Mm. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Too bad. I mean, if anything is even halfway closer to normal, it's going to be cool. Yeah. But I don't know about that. No way they let anybody in at Purdue, at least. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, on to the playoffs, baby. Here we go. Let's go Colts. Wild card. I know. God. When Oh, my God. When the, the Bills came out just flying. Felt so good. It was so hype. I, I love the Bills, dude. Who else would start their starters there? Big move. No one. The Steelers, chumps. The, the Steelers just wanted an excuse to lose. Yeah. They knew that, oh, we're cold. We're not. We're looking awful for the playoffs. Yeah, you would think that they would want a, like, feel-good game, a get-shit-together game. Mm-hmm. But when the Browns needed it and the Steelers were just playing shitty, blame it on Mason Rudolph. I guess there, if there is a team for them to bench their starters against, the Steelers, it's probably the Bengals. Because the Bengals love taking Steelers out. <laughs> <laughs> right. And playing their starters didn't even work well for them. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Oh, man. So my buddy is just a diehard Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> he was so pissed. That the Bills were starting their starters. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he sat down and watched the entire Colts game, too. Dude does not care about the Colts at all, but he was all over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that Colts game, I I feel all right from it. I, don't, I mean, it's the Jag, so it can't be a barometer of how we're going to look next week. Yeah. Saturday. Throwaway game. Important one, though. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, if we beat the Jags in week one, we're AFC South champs. So ridiculous. How did we lose that? Makes me sick to my stomach. How did we lose that? We can be one of the best teams in the league, but we can be the freaking worst. It's insane. But, um, no, our run game looked great. Looked insane. Don't know how hungry the Jags were, considering they already have the first pick locked up. Yeah. But, I mean, did you see that J.J. Watt press conference? That kind of really did put things into perspective for me. What did he say? He's he uh somebody was asking if they were tanking for a better draft pick to him and he's he just came out and he was like who who doesn't want to come out and win these games? He's like these guys aren't just pay, playing for draft picks out here. Cuz these guys want contracts. We're out here trying to get money, make plays. And I mean, yeah, that's that's really kind of put that's it into true. perspective. We can think as fan bases, it's like the organizations everything, but these guys are individuals playing for their careers, their livelihoods, their families. Just like Frank Gore said, he said, I'm not ending my season with no wins. Yeah, yeah. Ending his career with no wins. Yeah, and that's why uh, who who celebrated? Oh, the Jets. They were celebrating, and Pat McAfee was talking about it when they were celebrating their win. 
like he he was talking about the season that we went that undefeated that, <laughs> un- like almost <laughs> that we uh yeah the season before Andrew that they had won one game and they were celebrating and it was like he was just like man you are just celebrating that you will not be remembered forever <laughs> he's like point. you need to understand that those the worst those team. o for teams are remembered forever. They're playing for their dignity. Yeah. Yeah. Those men have children that want to look up to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh all in all on the game, like what anything stand out to you? Um, I mean every week you see how crazy Jonathan Taylor is after contact. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. That dude He's just always fighting. That dude is just like a five eight bicep of a person. It, he it's unreal. I I love the I love his game. I'm so happy we took him. Like mm-hmm. oh man, he's and I'm so happy that we are like he's becoming our bell cow. He really is. Well, he is. He's not becoming our bell cow. He has become our bell cow running back. Like there may be. Five running backs in the league that are bell cow running backs, like every down. Yeah, and he's becoming one of them. At first, we were doing it with him and Naheem. Um, let him get the hang of it. Yeah, yeah. But he's taking it. It's his. Which will be weird once we get Marlon Mack back. I was thinking like. With those three running backs, like, do we need three crazy running backs like that? Um, it's nice to have in case one of them gets injured again. Um, yeah. And I mean, Naeem, he can always play the slot. Like, we can find a place for that kind of playmaker. True. So I'm not worried about that. I'm just trying to. I'm looking through. I was trying to see how many a thousand yard rushers there were. Ricky ones? Yeah. Two. Two ever? For the Colts. Oh. Him and Edrin? Oh, no. Mar- no, Marshall Falk was up there, too. Yeah. Um. Damn. Yeah, I mean, what a season for him. All the praise in the world. He was, like, he was, like, busting one big play away from Adrian Peterson's record. That event for, uh, for yards for in the game. Single game yards. Dang. That'd have been nuts. What a yeah. Mm. But I mean, I hope to God Frank learned today. Run that the we should just run, run the, the damn ball. ball. RT D B. <laughs> I bet Quentin Nelson was heated after that game. Like nobody it's, wants to just run like, the ball more than Quentin Nelson. You see what we can do yeah. when we run the ball. Yeah. Just bulldozer teams. Yeah, it looked good. Um, Right now, I mean, uh, defense looked good. We were making plays. Our coverage is a little weak in the, like, short field for sure, which worries me because those pit plays piss me off more than deep plays. 
Just to the flats. Just flats for first downs. Like, our, our third down on both sides, I thought, could use a little work. Our third down offense was straight up struggling. Could not convert. But it is what it is. T.Y. got some catches. T.Y. got a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Is that the first drive? Yeah. Yeah. Pascal. He's catching deep dude, balls. He was catching deep balls, but he had some drop passes here and there, uh, which, I, which we'll need to clean up against the Bills. There's no way we beat them. If we're like, we need to, there cannot be a single drop pass. We need everything. Mm hmm. And we don't need Phillip in the fourth going deep. Amen. Like, that's his kryptonite. Just don't throw deep. Like, he just lost it into, like, double coverage. Just give him time in the fourth. Uh huh. He can win, like, like, we were controlling the clock there. We were having long drives. Which is, I mean, that's the running game. But, oh, man, under two. Two-minute drill, Phillip Rivers is a scary <laughs> quarterback to have. I mean, this year more than most years, whenever the ball's in the air, I feel so uneasy. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe that's just because I was blessed with Peyton Manning straight into Andrew Luck. <laughs> but it's time to move on. And if this is the new norm, I'm just going to have to get used to it. It's a shame. But it is what it is. Um, and while we're talking quarterbacks, what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz? Oh, yeah, I was seeing that. Um, Do you like him? I don't him? know, dude. He looks so broken. He do. Like, like, uh, that's rough. That's rough. Like, there was a point where. Uh, I, I never know, really man. even trusted him. Like, he got carried by Nick Foles. He always gets injured. I'll be upset if we pick him up in the upcoming seasons. Yeah. But who knows? Philly culture is different. You know? Like, we can make... Yeah, for sure. But I also feel like... I also feel like, hey, if Ballard feels like we can take a shot on him, I trust Ballard. Like, I trust his moves. He hasn't failed us yet. Yeah. Everything he's done is hit. Um, like, like the Texans are just screwed. Did you see? Like, they they have the third pick in the draft, but they already have those traded to Miami. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that's. And it's like I don't even know what they got for that. Nothing good. They have nothing good other than Deshaun, and they drafted him. Like, and, and, oh, and they don't have a second round pick. That's a terrible. The same team. That's a terrible spot to be in. Yeah. 
The same crappy team. Unless they are just spending buku bucks in this offseason, I, which I – it isn't like you can just – like there are just free agents anymore. People, like you only lose a player if you aren't willing to pay him. And teams are willing uh-huh. to pay. Um, so, yeah, they're going to bring out the same – they're going to run it back, I guess. Man, in the third draft pick is where you get someone to finally protect Deshaun. Yeah, and that's, that's how you build the team. That's where you get a Quentin Nelson. Which, I mean, I'm I'm really happy that that's the case. Miami, though, props to them. They might be dangerous in a few years. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, all in all... Man, I'm nervous about these bills. They built different. Straight up. They're coming out for no no reason just to play some football. Honestly, Josh Allen can just sling it. He just chucks the ball. And I've been just dipping around the different Twitter worlds. And follow us at Horse Divided. Um, Shout out. And there is no more intimidating Twitter than Bill's Twitter. Bill's Mafia just is dangerous. It's scary and it's hurtful. <laughs> are they talking smack? Dude, they talk smack and it's like they know you. <laughs> <laughs> they cut different. I'm telling you. Oh, uh, but <laughs> that's an awesome fan base. I mean,. I respect the hell out of the Bills fans. Yeah. They live for that team. I I appreciate that, but they're going down this weekend. We we, we have to come out. Mm-hmm. It's the quickest I've ever switched from being fans for somebody. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Josh Allen, I was his biggest fan in that first half they had. Because they pulled him eventually. Because why was he even out there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dude, and that's the craziest thing. When the Bills pulled him, like, the Dolphins got whooped even harder. That was crazy. I stopped watching after the first half. Yeah, it was a wrap. I, I stopped like I stopped watching once I was like, okay, this would have to be the single greatest comeback of all time. Um, greatest comeback. That's one of the big headlines for this week when they're talking about Frank Reich and he was on the Bills. Oh, yeah. No, that was the Oilers back then, wasn't it? Or they play the Oilers. The Bills were never the Oilers. The Texans were the Houston Oilers. Or no, the Titans, I mean. But, yeah. Um, all in all, we got to figure out this passing game. We got to protect the flats. Our coverage needs to be better. Our D line is still getting pressure, but. They were playing crazy last week, yesterday. Six sacks. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, that is the Jags, but. Yeah, you got to give him credit where credit's due. Um, DeForest, I can't sing that guy's praises enough. I do it every week we're on here. We aren't paying him enough, whatever it is. No, I love that man. I love him so much. 
I want. I he needs to die a cult. Mm-hmm. Like we cannot let him go. We can't do him dirty like we did Dwight Freeney. Send him off to pasture somewhere else where he's still killing it. But nope, get that guy a lifetime contract. Darius Leonard, get him a lifetime contract. Did you see it after the second touchdown that the Jags scored? He like chucked the wide receiver. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, he hit the like the wall. You could hear it on the broadcast. He was talking to Darius like, "Oh, that was so unnecessary." Love it though. Darius just competes. The maniac, dude. He's a player. I love it. <laughs> no, so. Um, kind of nervous about. Rodrigo missing those two, though. Oh, I know. Had some bad vibes when that doinked it. Yeah. You hope he got, you hope, you hope he got it all out there. Who? You hope he got it all out of his system. Mm-hmm. Because if we do win this game, we will need, like, a few huge kicks from him. Like, and it's so crazy how often it happens that the playoffs do come down to shit like that. Yeah, just clutch kicks. Yeah, it's nuts. It'll haunt your franchise for the whole season, off season. Yeah, man. But no, I have faith in that. He's there are a lot of kickers out there that are trash now. All of a sudden, I mean, what? What? That's it's so crazy how like just making the goalpost that much smaller has changed, has <laughs> entirely changed like the landscape of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And just how quickly they're just like, you can't do it. You're you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That Titans kicker almost Giskowski almost missed that. Oh my that. god. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that was so close. It hit the post. <laughs> Dang it. See, if we do that, it goes out. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> my team suck with those coin flip of the coin call like acts of god yeah so i mean i think vegas had us at a three thousand at a plus three thousand on that money line to To win win the super bowl so put a put a hundred down get three thousand dollars i like those i like yeah oh my god i was i was uh, i was on twitter (laughs) and i saw this one stat that a colts fan had tweeted out let me check it out one second I want to give this guy credit because this was this is my new favorite stat. At Twomley Anthony, this dude tweeted out. Damn, I'm going down this guy's timeline. This guy stays on Twitter. Yeah, ba- basically his his uh, his tweet came out and it was just saying it was like in all of NFL history, no seventh seed has ever lost on Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took like, me a minute. I was, yeah. I was shocked by it. <laughs> I was like, dude, that that is my new favorite stat. I'm I'm riding that <laughs> stat all the way. Can't lose. <laughs> dude, it's never happened. The stats don't lie. I know. Check the tape. Uh yeah. So I mean I almost wanna just put some money in the game. Like, just because uh, it would be so awesome. Like, I'm already going to be high on life if anything were to happen. Uh-huh. You might as well just make it even better. God. 
I have five dollars to make. The uh, I have a five dollar bet that they win the AFC Championship. What's the payout in on that? Fifty-five. That ain't bad. So that's nice. Yeah. I feel like the AFC champion is gonna win. Win. Yeah. Unless they just beat each other up too bad. Um. Yeah. So. Let's get it going this weekend. Let's go. Let's go. I'm excited. I'm <laughs> excited. And I'm going to keep in. I mean, Mondays are extra long. Like, today was so painful for me. Mondays are extra long when you got playoff football this weekend. Like, it's I, – I just want to get there so bad. I'm ready for it. <laughs> so um, – It's a Saturday game, too. First game of the weekend. Yeah. Saturday, 1 p.m. I'll be there rooting against Josh Allen this weekend. But, yep. So, um, yeah. There was our uh, little review of last week's, or, yeah, Sunday's game, and uh, our little preview of next week's. So uh, we'll be right back with uh, more right after this word from our sponsor. The Horse Divided Podcast is brought to you by New Year's Resolutions. With 2020 firmly behind us, we're looking on to 2021. So why not buy that new treadmill that will eventually become your coat rack in two months? New Year's resolutions. All right, play the intro. Listen, pal. You just made my list. Your list? Yeah. Whatever, let's just go. You just made the list! Gray, you do your homework? You got a list for us? Indeed. I do have a list. Indeed. All right. What you got? It's a good one. It's a good one. This is my <laughs> list of top five characters who are just punchable, you know? <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Just people who you don't like, just rub off different, you know? Punchable people. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Coming off first at number five, we have Loki. From the Loki's Marvel. very punchable. Yeah. It's just. That dude, that actor's face is just. I hate it. Yeah. He, he just. That dude wakes up scheming. Honestly, that's what he looks and, like. And it's like their casting was absolutely fabulous. Tom Hiddleston, I think, Thor. yeah. Yeah, but that casting is just mm, on point. Next, at number four, we have the cast of the bang, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Each one of those freaking nerds. Yeah, I just, I just, can't, I just don't like them. Yeah, the don't even tell cheesy. me. Don't tell me for a second Kaylee Kuoko's giving one of them four seconds of her time. <laughs> Don't even, not for a second. Nerd. Those goddamn nerds. And who watches <laughs> that show? How, how were those people like the highest paid actors in Hollywood? For years. Like how, how the hell is there a young Sheldon? <laughs> <laughs> and how is it still one of the top comedies there is? Stupid. 
I I just watched commercials for that night. I'm like, I hate humanity. Yeah. I'll what never... is going on? Uh, <laughs> yeah, each one of them. That's a great one. That's like each one of those guys' dumb faces. All right, next one. Coming in at number three, we have the translator from Saving Private Ryan. You remember oh, him? Oh yeah. He's just annoying. Just. Scared pussy. Yeah, and even at the end, it's like you didn't even do anything. He just he like he, he like holds up that whole like German forces, but they like had no no like they were already beat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he, he like holds them at gunpoint. Yeah. Props for actually shooting that guy though. Yeah, he stepped up, but but I mean his homie buddy's die. already dead. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's very punchable. We have a common theme here. A lot of nerds. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, most punchable slash uh, easiest to shove into a locker. <laughs> right. All right. And at number two, we have Tom Brady. <laughs> shove him into a locker. Gotta respect the GOAT. Yeah, but I yes. Know. He but is yes. the GOAT. That hatred, I mean, I respect the greatness, but... I still just want to punch his teeth out of his face. Exactly. (laughs) The dude has never eaten a strawberry. Just for that. That blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) He says the seeds on the outside freak him out. That's like, dude. Uh, God, got to respect him, but also want to punch him. Right. Love to hate him. He's a cheater, so. Yep. Before we go to number one, I got some honorable mentions. Okay. We have Councilman Jeremy Jam. Oh, perfect. I love him. You just got Jam. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? Yeah, he is very punchable. uh Uh-huh. But, God, I love that character. That actor... He's funny. That actor, I wish that dude had more jobs, but, like, what character could he play? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Next, we have Mr. Mosby from Sweet Life. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Wow, that's a that's a your generation thing for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. no. no. Yeah, I, I could see it. That dude was a nerd. <laughs> always just no running in the lobby. They always stop at Zach and Cody. God, why is he? Why is he trying to rain on their parade? I thought you were talking about Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. He's and on I was here like, too. I was like, oh, is he number one or no, honorable no, mention? He's honorable mention. <laughs> oh damn! I was gonna be like, that dude is freaking punchable. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ooh, I'm getting so much action and getting laid all the time, but I need love. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, like, dude. Shut up, yeah. Marshall rocks, Lily's awesome, Barney's great, and you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell us how we, you met the mom, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Coming in next, we got Ross. <laughs> <laughs> a dinosaur nerd. 
Yeah. God. Ah, oh, nerds. Next, we got Dennis. This is Dennis from Always Sunny. Punchable? No, Dennis is the man. <laughs> Dennis is the man, but he's he's a douche. He's a jerk. He's he's the list intro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is a douche, but he's like he's the golden god of douches, dude. Mhm. I mean, he's not on the list, but he is mentionable. Yeah, for sure. I thought you meant um another Parks and Rec character, Dennis Feinstein. <laughs> oh. The perfume god. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. And your is your number one up next? Yep. All right, let's hear it. Number one most punchable person is King Joffrey. Oh, 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 oh my God. Just. That whiny bitch. Yeah. Not fit for a king. He's easily number one. That dude was a sadistic piece of shit, and yeah. Yeah, that one's a little more real than the other ones. The other ones are just nerds. You <laughs> yeah. want body, but yeah, Joffrey's a good number one. And I mean, all time slap victim in my like <laughs> all time slap victim. That slap in the first episode Tyrion. is just, mm. and it's just so much better than it's Peter Dinklage, <laughs> and he's a M word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. Uh, all right, Gray. Decent list. Decent list. Thank you. Thank um, you. Hey, ha- have you heard this? No. Have, have you heard this conspiracy? <laughs> All right, so this week on uh, Can's Conspiracy Canyon, where we always ask, how deep does this go? Let's go digging. I have a little uh, conspiracy regarding our best frenemy, Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen was at the heart of some conspir- uh, some controversy prior to the draft. Did you remember what it was? Um... Was something with his Twitter? <laughs> it's always something with the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know exactly what it was, but I could figure. He tweeted out on February 12, 2013, to two of his friends, uh, stay scheming. N-words trying to get at me, though. <laughs> Needless to say, he didn't substitute anything for the word. Yeah. Oh, I'm even uncomfortable saying that. Mm-hmm. But I don't even like putting that in people's mind. But I he tweeted it. I'm just reading it. Actually, I'm not even just reading it. I'm cleaning up what he read. Trying to. <laughs> and two weeks after that, a Saturday night, he says, about to show up these, and words, at Pong. Gonna do for Jay Prodigy. Yeah, just listen to his friends. And then... Three months later, he tweeted out that, do you remember the Modern Family uh, when Bill gets in the taxi and <laughs> he's on the white team? Yeah. 
He said, <laughs> he, he, he said, oh, this was on, uh, yeah, this was, he said, if it ain't white, it ain't right. Why are you so white? If it ain't white, it ain't right. Yikes, Josh. I know he's a listener of this show, but yikes. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> clean it up. Clean it up, dude. Jeez, so that's how many occasions of three being sus? Jeez. Three. Three. I mean, Phil would never do that. No, he wouldn't even think Phil about it. Phil doesn't even know passwords. He doesn't have an email. <laughs> <laughs> so the conspiracy basically uh, was tweeted out by Adam Schefter and there was a theory that those were held on to knowing that Josh Allen would be a five like a top five pick in that the people that released it were people looking for quarterbacks later in the draft Ooh. it's a Dude, smart I, move I wouldn't be surprised if there's, like, people on your social media team devoted to that kind of shit. Yeah, so they're saying like, that they, like, hacked into Josh Allen stuff or just posted it from a different account. Like, Like, screenshotted it, because I'm sure it was deleted when it all came out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you get into that position where you're about to be drafted, because it came out, like, a week before the draft. But once you get into that mm-hmm. position, like, you hire people to clean up all your shit. <laughs> Yeah. You know, and yeah, uh, this is like some dude on uh, the other teams that would want to draft him later if they felt, if he fell to them, like released it. That was uh, Adam Schefter saying that. I could see it, dude, because I could see you, you pay so many people to manage like these huge teams, these billion dollar institutions, social media accounts, and all that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can hire some dude to be devoted to digging up shit. Or just cultivating prospective shit. If there's a recruit right now out of high school that you already know is going to be right NFL bound. Yeah. What's he doing right now? What kind of character? Yeah. How so they're saving now? that. They, they have profiles on every recruit. Every single prospect of them drafting, they have years of material on. And not just blackmail, like just so they know what type of guy they're getting. But Adam Schefter said that it was really it was most likely released by the team later in the draft, and I can see it. So, what you giving this conspiracy from uh, one to five Illuminati pyramids? I'm gonna give it four. You, okay, yeah, I think it's a pretty sound conspiracy, and they have the money to do this kind of espionage. Definitely, in corporate espionage is for sure a thing. So, why wouldn't the NFL do it? Um, damn, you hate to hear words like that from who is supposed to be your locker room leader. Yeah, that would be that. That would be a real damn shame if that were to come up this week, and this character was put into question, and it fractured an entire locker room, and made them <laughs> uneasy on Saturday. <laughs> It could happen. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, great. We're wrapping up this week with, uh, as we always do, with our uh, two MVPs of the game. Gray, who you got? Obviously, MVP, Jonathan Taylor. He played insane. 
240 yards. Broke broke our Colts rookie record in a season and I think in a game. Yeah. Uh, big things coming for him. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. I mean, we got running back locked down. Mm-hmm. And that, that um, his touchdown. Yeah. Where he, like, just, like, juked the guy on the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. That cut was nasty. He just had him froze, and it was so quick. Sorry, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh, man. All right, uh, for mine, I was hoping to have two I could give you. But my MVP is going to be our enemy this Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to give it to Josh Allen. That racist SOB really did it for us. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely helped us out. He got them off to that initial push. Absolutely demolished the Dolphins, and we're in the playoffs tomorrow. Ultimately, it'll be his undoing because we're about to roll in and whoop the Bills' ass. <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward to it. He's going to regret the day he decided to beat the Dolphins. But I'm, the I Dolphins. thank him. Yeah, yeah, but I thank him so much. I wanted to also have Deshaun Watson in there for winning us a AFC South title. Unfortunately, didn't work out that way. But I'll take the playoffs any season, every season I can. So my MVP is Josh Allen, that racist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, how was Alabama? It was fun. The, re- the yeah. weather, it was kind of windy, kind of cold, but it was just nice to be on a beach. Yeah, sorry, everyone. Uh, we're just wrapping up this episode. I just wanted to let you know that this will be out a day late because Gray just decided to F off to Alabama for a weekend. Yeah, I was traveling. Why are you traveling? It's COVID, dude. I I quarantined. I was staying safe. You <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you better hope Purdue doesn't hear this. Yeah, don't tell him. <laughs> Loose. Snitches get stitches. Loose lips, sink, sink chips. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'll uh, talk to you Sunday and probably... Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the game Saturday for sure, but we'll record Sunday. All right, take it easy. You too. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, See you guys. Yep. Go Colts. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag for the shoe. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you, y'all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Horse Divided podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Horse Divided or send us an email, horsedivided at gmail.com. Presented by the reversible jacket.com. That song, how you make it all sound so wrong. I think of a million answers. I think of a million questions. I